together again. It's uh, let's think about that. But today, it's, I got a special friend. Now he's not special because he's <laughs> special. He's special because he's funny. I love this guy, uh, Chris Kitts. And we're going to be talking about a couple different things here. I, I mean, I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but I got a couple ideas. Church planning's one of them. Um, how uh, you can use your perceived weaknesses. Uh, but number two. We get kind of technical here because he's like a wizard when it comes to technology, right? I wouldn't call it a wizard. <laughs> Some of the, you know, the place that maybe AI is going to have in the church in the future or should have in the future. Yeah. Um, I think that's important for us to look at. Um, first things first, Chris, um, let's talk about perceived weaknesses. I think it kind of sets sure. a little framework for what we're dealing with. Uh, you know, it's, it, normally when I interview somebody, I ask them, hey, what do you want to talk about? Yeah. And that was one thing that came to mind on yours. I would imagine you, you have like a weakness, one. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> it, that's it. Good looks, that's it. What would you say to the person that doesn't see themselves being able to dot, 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 blank? Maybe be a pastor, maybe start a business, maybe because of how they see themselves or something that they know maybe as right as it is or as wrong as it is yeah what would you say to that person to say wait a minute don't don't just disqualify this opportunity based on that what would you say to them i mean i look at my life use that you know i was born really premature which affected my eyesight okay and so I spent most of my childhood, like right now I'm wearing contacts and glasses at the same, at same time, time. <laughs> to keep my glasses from I'm sorry, being I'm so thin. I'm sorry, I'm not It's fine. I mean, that's just how, that's how it is. And I used to think of it as it was a mistake. Yeah. And I, I spent a lot of time. Or a handicap. Or a handicap. They put, and it was the, in the 70s. I didn't do well in school, so they just put me in a special ed class with people with Down syndrome and no way, people yeah. in wheelchairs, people, you know, people with that were special needs. Because of your vision? Because or of my vision. Yeah. Because I just didn't, yeah. I just couldn't keep up with everybody else. So immediately, I thought I was stupid, that I was defective, and I wasn't, you know. I. I remember in, I think it was seventh grade, I got tired of really just crying over homework and made the decision, I'm just not going to try mm. anymore. This isn't worth, and I lived up to that expectation. Junior high. Yeah, in junior high. Yeah. I made that decision in junior high and lived up to that expectation, so I became a class clown and just that's When you it. made the decision, that's the, the actions you did after right. the decision yeah, was just to... to, to, to uh, get attention other than what your problems were. I didn't want to feel stupid. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, when you would read out loud in class, and I'd count how many people uh, it got to be, you know, inform me, and then I'd mess that up. Oh, I'd, so as you're reading, would, yeah, you'd see, okay, if he reads this far, then the next then guy I would read, try to then get it, down yeah. and read. <laughs> and then, I didn't want to read out loud in front of yeah, people. I've been there, dude. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. You know, so I did, I did that and then took all vocational classes through high school like auto shop and things like that air yeah. condition refrigeration which i learned a lot but not because you wanted to but because you didn't think you i could was do av i was avoiding else. yeah what i thought i couldn't do yeah and then at the same time god as i'm getting discipled and growing i feel this call to ministry mm. and think 
no, I can't do that. Let's be honest, man. Did you see your pastor as being somebody that oh. wasn't very smart? So you thought, man, I probably could do that. No, no. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah. That's not a good joke. Yeah, but, but, no, my uh, pastor was really educated. He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, right. And, every, and if you say, and any, if you went back and talked to any of my teachers now, I had, a, when I was a senior, I had a guidance counselor call me in and tell me I was too stupid to graduate. Yeah. That's crazy. She tried to sign me up for the military. Teachers do that. And I never met her before then. I was a number on a page. Yep. And she fed an insecurity that I had. She's like, based upon what's on this paper. Yeah, the chart. You the, don't have what it takes to finish. So if you want to drop out and go ahead and sign up for the military. Is that crazy, dude? Go ahead and do that. And thought she was helping me. Yeah. Either that or she was a genius at reverse psychology. <laughs> Yeah, let's give it a bit of a doubt. Maybe that's what right. it was. Yeah, yeah. But, she could push you over the edge so yeah. you just go swim. So that really, it took me from 18 when I really thought at church camp that God was calling me into ministry to age 28. Yeah. Before I finally gave in and said, Lord, if you can use me. You didn't go to college that time? You, you... I, I went to college the whole 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah. only took two like or three class classes at a time. time. So you, you know. put your foot in, but you thought, I can't really do this, but I'm going to act like I right. can. And, and Well, then and halfway through. Didn't commit. About five years in, I got tested for learning disorders. <laughs> I was in the psychology class, uh -huh. and my professor said, hey, can I see you after class? Said, oh, good. And I thought, I thought, oh, I've done something. <laughs> you know. And I was in my early 20s then. And he said, hey, I think you have learning disabilities. Will you, won't you come down to the, I have this graduate students that need to learn how to get <laughs> the, the guinea pig. Right. And so I spent a week doing all these weird. Identifying pictures. Right, like, and, and I had to see like, like one of them was looking at a series of pictures and then what's different in each picture. Dude, I've done those I tests. Could, I couldn't do it. I or did you make it. the boxes that way? You try to make a box right. and it lines? I've done those yeah. tests, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got the chart back and <laughs> things that were visual. Yeah. I was one or two clicks away from being special needs. Yes. Really. But things that were auditory were, I was one or two clicks away from like genius. Is That's what crazy. Is what they said most graphs have ebb and flow, but mine shot off in two separate directions. That's wild. So that's but you would have never known that. I'd never known that. That's based what, on what the feedback you were getting from society right. and that you were just they were focused on the one part of it. You're right. you're this, you're this. But really, you're this plus this. Right. That's that's why I was drawn to classes that were lecture based. Yeah. Because I could sit and listen and soak it up. But if you asked me to do a math equation, I don't pee my pants. Yeah. You know. So I struggled with that, thinking there's no way that God can use me to be in ministry because to, for one to stand up and talk in front of people that's crazy just to put formulate or frame a, a point right. or something like that yeah. that's not something that you're, yeah. you're strong and with. then to study mm. oh my word I hated stuff I still hate studying yeah. you know I have to dedicate a whole day to it and put it on my calendar Let, let's do this let's, let's okay this is who Chris was right. goods and bads how did you then, uh, what types of things did you have to do differently? I think that's just, a, a, because of this such extremes, 
you're going to have to. Uh, I mean, that yeah. doesn't mean you can't do stuff, but you're going to have to do stuff differently. Whatever yeah, you choose to do, whether it's ministry yeah. or business or whatever, you're going to have to do it differently. What were the different types of things that you found? Listen, I can't study like this, but I can study like this. Well, I think a lot of it first was spiritual. I had to move from thinking that I was defective to realizing God doesn't make mistakes. Okay. Your identity. Yeah. Am I a broken thing? Right. Or am I something special? Right. I mean, not special, special, but right. special. I, yeah. had, I had to go like, well, God knew what he was doing. So you had to determine not, your identity. I'm not being punished. Nope. You know, that's not how God works. Mm -hmm. So I had a heart for people that were different because I remember what it was like to be different. That's good, man. Yeah. You know, so those kids that were sitting there by themselves at lunch or that were outcast as a youth worker, man, I was drawn to them because I remember what that was like. Well, let, let, let's go this though. I mean, yeah. that's certain your compassion, your empathy for people were all on high scales based yeah. on your experiences that you, instead of letting it, uh, uh, determine who you are or, right. or you you let it fire you f to find other people that's certainly one thing but from a practical standpoint how do you get I mean I have my own ways I can't sit when I'm preparing a message or or going to do a talk or anything I can't sit there and just read book and stay there for two or three hours till it's done Oh, I've got to do yeah. a little bit, and then I got to go someplace else. If yeah. I did that, it was like you were punishing me or putting me in a cage. Right, I can't do it. So when I go, I mean, I used to do my messages in the basement. When I go upstairs, I was I was a, a vicious animal. Yeah. Because it was I was being so so. I learned that when I got to a point where I was kind of overwhelmed, I would just walk away. Yeah, that's how I do. Yeah. And I I schedule it now. I try to stay ahead. Being prepared. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Being prepared yeah. that way. I didn't learn that till mid-40s. Yeah. You know, I, I, like, this week's message that I'm speaking, mm -hmm. I studied three weeks ago. So, I'll refresh it. Yeah. Or you'll make it yours. I'll go over it again yes. this Friday, you know, and make notes and tweak it. But this week, on Monday when I was studying, mm -hmm. I was studying for two weeks. Yep in advance yep so it's not like you're not studying this week but you're studying for the future right. ones and there's times i've swapped and switched yep. but you know and a lot of times i'll get a big idea just driving yeah when i'm by myself some creativity stuff or happens. even listen to somebody else yeah. or stuff like that you'll pull over like, yeah. i do that constantly now and i used to yeah. have a little yellow pad and i'd take notes and I stuff yeah exactly so you be prepared yeah. for w when you think of those things to write the yeah and that's the other thing i think we, some people we don't do is we have it thinking oh i'll remember you're not remember gonna that. remember that <laughs> we both we're, yeah. we're like here dude. we gotta that. put it down and we and remember tell people on sunday if you come and talk to me sunday wanting to do something want me to remember don't yeah uh, and i'll give him permission i said i care about what you say or what you're saying but i'm not going to remember this that's good call me tuesday or text me then you know because i was hurting people's feelings all right well, okay that, so that's that's another way to get to your day to day yeah. task what what do you think it made you uh 
a genius in that genius. Where do where do you think that's helped you? I, I know one thing as far as if I'm gonna have somebody in a brainstorming session. We've talked about that just a couple minutes ago. I'm asking Chris to come because he's gonna see it number one from a different perspective, but number two, he's gonna add value to any comment that's made. He's gonna take it one more step up. Is that is that a big area that you're? Well, I think that's a natural thing that God has gifted me with a perspective of looking at things differently. Contrarian kind of attitude? Right. Not every problem necessarily is a problem. Mm-hmm. That even in church, you can capitalize and teach with mm-hmm. problems. Problems aren't necessarily a bad thing. They're identifying something. Right. You know, so you don't have to run, you don't have to hide. You can talk mm-hmm. and teach and you know and there's different ways of just look at it. I got this like weird sick comedic mind. You do, you do you do and anybody that I've watched that has that kind of mind all have they say you can't get those guys in the same room no no because, you're right because if something terrible happens they said they got the jokes <laughs> right then and it's just you can't use them yeah you know? and that's kind of how my, I can't watch the news because I'll make fun of it the entire time. Any kind of product that, like a a medicine that they advertise, I find humor in that (laughs) every, every time I see one. Well, I mean, that makes you the life of the party for sure. And that one, uh, Lonnie and I were talking about this last uh, Monday or something. I was taking them up to the airport and we were talking about just different giftedness. And one of the cool things that we don't always give enough weight to is atmospheric Oh, benefits. Yeah. I mean, you walk into the room and it's a better day because Chris is in the room than if Chris wasn't in the room. Just and again, it's not like you you your strength isn't like oh okay I'm gonna go in here I'm, I'm gonna get fired up and I'm gonna make sure I say this at the right time. You don't have to do that. It's your giftedness. You walk in there and you're gonna make those little and you bring some lightness or some excitement or you look at it from a different perspective and it just makes the atmosphere better because Chris is there. But well, I don't I'll attribute that to. Chris, I mean, that's a natural thing God's done. And part of that is I know what it feels like from my growing up feeling the way I felt. So then I know I'm a little bit more intentional on how I approach people. Okay. So you do feed into that. I do feed into because that. Because you know that is a But then some of it is just natural. Some of it, I, I get tired of my own self. Yeah. I, I like, just shut up, man. <laughs> you know, I get tired of hearing my own voice sometimes, but it's explain a, that to me. So you get tired of hearing your own voice talking to other people, or just like talking feel, so much that it's not about me. It's overwhelming it, the it, conversation. Like, uh, yeah, there's people there that other need people need to be heard. It doesn't need to be about the joke. Is he, do you think that's because you have a good self awareness because of? Or, or do you think that's a negative that you see yourself like people wouldn't want to hear me because they've told you that as a kid for so long? I don't know. That- I don't know. I think part of it, you know, is being married to someone that is the exact opposite of me. <laughs> she tells you to keep quiet. And knowing how she's made, yeah. that if I'm around somebody else that doesn't know me that's like her, I can overwhelm someone yeah. like my wife. You know, so... I guess that's a, a, a good thing to think about there because if if, you know if you are good at that you think that everybody wants it all the time 
Right. And that, oh, I'm good at bringing some energy in here, but too much of a good thing. I tell people all the time, a little me goes a long ways. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Concentrated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to water me down with some bums here. Yeah. No, just yeah. You make yeah. while me keep talking. Uh, that's funny. Uh, that that's good, man. And even even I know that's your strength, but anybody's strength. It's, if you got an intellectual person that just is, is huge detail, and it's like, man, I need him in here because he's really going to help me right. understand this, or he's going to explain. He, he can over explain. And so I think, I mean, that's just something I hadn't thought about. That's really good. You need to be careful if you are that personality or if you're strong right. in this area. Like, that you know, as a situation. pastor, I can have big ideas, but if I can't communicate and put legs to those ideas then I'm taking people on this crazy journey that they yeah. can't keep up with. Yeah. You know, or they're going to they're gonna get to the end of it. What, like, what are we, we here for? Here's something new again. Yeah. Right. You know, here's another new idea. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. We'll get behind that idea. But so you got to be aware enough to, and how do you, okay. So once you're aware of it, what do you do to protect yourself from doing that? Well, a lot of it is tools and technology. Okay. Okay. We're going to touch on that first. Yeah. Is, is one thing, do you surround yourself with people that aren't you? That's I, what I have to I do. I try to. I try. I mean, see, I have to find people. I maybe I don't even. I, and it used to be a big thing we used to always say in leadership that you need to surround your team with people that you like because yeah. you're going to be worth them a lot of times. I, I, and I understand the principle, but I also understand if if everyone's like me, <laughs> we get a lot of stuff. We're going to try fun. this and do. Yeah, yeah we're not going to be. So you need to actually surround yourself with people maybe that you don't like. Yeah. Uh, some because they're just different than you, and you're not yeah. going to naturally be as connected with that because you know you're so strong in this area. You're going to have to bring on some other people around you, maybe some more intellectual people, maybe maybe some more people that aren't uh, even could be a Debbie Downer from some yeah. sense that that really kind of you know tone down some of your intensity. I learned that when I was still on staff here. When uh, Pastor Steve Barons was, he took over the youth, and then I moved into some more. I don't know. We had I had all kinds of titles, but we shared an office. Yes. And if to know Steve Barons, he is he is genius. He's smart. Like he, he's a he's an engineer genius. He's a chemical engineer yeah, by trade. Yeah, yeah. And which is the exact opposite. Which is the exact on the scale opposite. Of you. He doesn't waste words. He yeah. he thinks about everything that he says. But he's he's fun. We got along like peas and carrots. Yes. And peas he, and carrots. He tried to get Lonnie to hire a stenographer to follow us around. <laughs> because I would come up with some crazy idea and he'd figure out how to make it work. Yeah. That's so funny. We had so many inventions and stuff. Uh, it, it, oh, and he's funny. like, we need to write. We need someone. We need to. Pass. And, that's but funny. it was a kind. I mean, that's a comical way of saying that relationship. But. The youth department here now is just booming. Yeah. And when I got it, it was three people. Steve and I worked together. It in, it increased because some... The differences, uh, the differences came together for something right. beautiful. And we, I, it, it just grew and the next person took it, next person took it. Absolutely. And it's on a lot of shoulders, but that, that that's where I first learned I need someone like that in my life. That's good. That's good. Now you, we touched on. Let's go back to what you were saying there. How do we see technology? There's a whole lot of AI type conversations that are out there. Um, to me, AI is 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 a little bit of Google on steroids. I, yeah. I, you know, what I'm saying it, it's, and I think there's a there's some as I talk to some pastors that 
you know, we talk about how AI making messages for people or AI doing, you know, and, and they look at that. And again, I've, I've never, I don't use it. So yeah, I, I but I, I'm interested in finding it. Somebody like you, um, just a brief conversation we had a couple of minutes ago, um, has really looked into it a little bit more and knows a little bit about it. What would you say to the pastor that says, you shouldn't use that because that's fake. You know, you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to guide you. You're allowing uh, an outside force. You, who knows if it's godly and Satan could enter into that and he could be manipulating. What would you say to that? Just like anything. Yes. God made everything perfect. Okay. And we have a choice to either use it the right way or the wrong way. There you go. From food to sex to technology. Yeah. You know, they're they're amoral. Yep. It's 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 how you how you use them and how you're wired. If I'm being a lazy pastor, yeah. And I'm on Saturday night, yeah. AI enter AI in a message and yeah. you know then yeah that's probably not right. Yes. But if you're if you're using it like a guy like me. It helps me brainstorm. Yeah, or it helps focus in your right. your your crazy into a uh, right. a framework that you can then go right. with. Like with the Chat GPT, I, I I wanted to study through Exodus with, okay. the, with the church, and looking at the themes of how really the entire Old Testament, God does good, man follows God. Man gets away from God, screws up. Mm -hmm. Man repents. God is faithful. Punishes oh. them faithful. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah right? Yeah. And then, then, then they follow him for a while. And yep. then, then they get away from that, expe that experience. Read the book of Kings and there's a good right. king, a bad king. Right. Good, good, and, generation after generation just keeps revolving around. Yeah. yeah. And so I was studying it and I didn't. I went to ChatGPT and said, This is what I'm studying. Give me a sermon description of what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and it to where I could put it on. They social. gave you basically points. Yeah, yeah, to, like hooks to where. Yeah. How does this apply to how what people are examples? Reading? Yeah. They give you examples with the hooks. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like how? Because then it it went out. I'm, I don't know exactly how it where works, it goes, but yeah. it yeah. was like these are the top things searched. Can you bend it like I want to have like a Spurgeon approach to it, or I want yeah. to have a Andy Stanley approach to it, or can you put that in there and it they can adjust? You, it learns as you go. That's crazy. It learns as you go. So what would yeah. you say? That's that. Okay, again, and we talked about it a little bit. With the people say that's cheating, dude. It doesn't. It's not you. It's these other people. I use a calculator to do my taxes. There you go. There you go. I, I, and again, like you said, you got to set it up the right way. It could end up becoming it depends something on. that it, it shouldn't be. Right. But at a face value, I mean, how many times have I Googled, you know, a, a King James Bible verse that I know? So it pulls up chapter and verse and I can then go right. there and find. Right. Is that? I remember years ago, I would remember it and, and be preaching right. out of New King James and I couldn't find it. And, and, and I would look for... kind of knew on the page where yeah, it was. Yeah, I would look at a topical Bible and pull up yeah. different subject matter. And now you can just in seconds do the same thing i remember literally tra traveling and i would bring like commentaries and books yeah. in a bag <laughs> just because i would have yeah. to study and, and trying to prepare a message and yeah. i needed all those tools and now i have my phone 
And you literally, I, I can look things up in, in seconds and help me through the whole process. Yeah. I don't think that's evil. No, I don't. I, I've been saying it here. Why did a professor say this? That times change, technology changes, but the nature of man stays the same. Yeah. And so if we don't keep up with technology, then... We're not keeping we're, up with the world around us We're not yeah. loving people right. Yeah. Not that it's... It couldn't go bad. It, not that it couldn't go bad, and it can. Yeah. You can be a, use it for the wrong, but just like anything else. It's not like gun, mean, yeah, guns don't kill people. Right. <laughs> people, people use the guns yeah. to kill people, and that's our argument. But at the same time, technology isn't going to... Uh, well, how many times... Have well, we maybe had, technology might. <laughs> how many times have we had a potluck and said, God bless this food to our body, and it ain't nothing but fried fat food and, Good cake, point. and cake? Good point. We yeah. rationalize what we want to rationalize. God's word's truth. So as long as we keep that as the filter, yeah. technology's not a bad thing. Yeah. All right. So that's you, you, you gave one example using it for maybe uh, formulating a message. What are some mm -hmm. other things that you've used? Maybe not just chat GP, but other forms of AI to help improve you doing ministry. Well, the last few weeks, uh, I've been, you know, Google's a search engine, Yahoo's yep. a search engine, and you can pay to have your your website sponsored to be at the top. But the more people that actually search your yep. particular, it drives it to the top. There you go. So in the last few weeks, I've learned how to use AI to do searches for our church during the week to where now when someone comes to Glenrose and says churches in Glenrose, for free, it's driven our church to the top. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. So you have artificial hits on your website? Mm -hmm. And you can do it enough to to raise you Which up Which is there? not going to be that hard in Glenrose because Glenrose is such smaller. a smaller town. But, it, but you can. Yeah, and nobody else is going to be doing it. Nobody's going to be doing it. So there's literally like a website out there that you can link yeah. into that will, hey, do my... Do just, my you uh, set it up automatically. It sets up a search every so many often. For Rivers Church, and Google Rivers. hasn't found something to disqualify those searches yet. They don't care, huh? Well, they'll care because they they like to be in charge of who goes up there. Well, the sponsored ads are always going to be at the yeah, top. Yep, yeah, because it'll say sponsored. That's good. I didn't know that. But then once you get past the top, that'd be good for small sponsored. business or anything that way right. to know that's available. Right. Huh? Huh? That's good. Okay, that's another thing. Yeah. What's the, what's the third thing? I mean, you were talking something about um, clips for your your YouTube. That's what kind of got us going yeah. on this road. Well, I've been, I've been trying to, you know, we live in a social media world. Yep. Regardless, like anything, good, bad, ugly, people are on it. Yep. And if you want to be where people are. And you have a message you want to get across, right. but it's God's word right. to them. Yes. Yeah. And so I, that's where it started. And I was going through, watching sermons, trying to get chunks of clips out. And then I just saw it was on TikTok. I was flipping through and saw this. You can't ad. go to TikTok. Are we banned from TikTok or something? I, I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. All I see, yeah, I say my algorithm. <laughs> if you see my algorithm, it's it's preachers and zip popping and and uh, that's funny recipes. Yeah, <laughs> Chinese ain't gonna worry about yeah. that. <laughs> no, uh -uh. no. Uh, but I was scrolling through there and it was it said because I've been researching AI, so your algorithm kind of learned you. It said, check out this site. 
you just drop in your video and it chunks it into yeah clips for you. That was crazy. I and saw I did what it. you did there. Yeah, and it not only chunks it into the section, but it also tells you like what how you should present it to right. your things and and yeah, puts how, the word out how, how to hashtag it how to. How That's to, crazy. How to, Within like 45 minutes, you've got right. like 20 different options. And then it has like a percent, just like 99% good because of these reasons. Yeah. This is like, right. that is crazy to have it available. Yeah. You know how much time you have to spend making clips? Right. It <laughs> saved me, save me a day. Yeah. Uh, it even tells you what day of the week that it would get the most no way. views. Yeah. Right. So then now on Monday, I can go in and do that. I... The way I'm wired, I call it Manage Monday. I go in and do everything that's just kind of office work, update websites and all that stuff. And part of that is social media. Mm -hmm. So uh, I have the Facebook and the Instagram connected. So I go through it, open up the platform, and it gives me a calendar. And I schedule when to post what, and I'm done. I that's don't have crazy. to do it every day. You know what's funny is is and it just and it brings my mind. I was I do that Wednesday night with Wade thing. Mm -hmm. That's not this. It's something yeah. different. But it's about a ten minute video, and we'd have anywhere from one hundred fifty to five hundred. We've had a thousand before, but normally it's right around that lower number part yeah. that would view it. And then I was talking to Randy, who used to post it for me, and I was asking him, "Hey, you know, give me some feedback on on it." And he said, "Yeah, you know." And the breakdowns of how many people watched the ten minutes. It was depressing. <laughs> it's like, well, I really also, stink, man. Also, people have come to church. I have are, heard people that do that. Are, people that are new to town. I 100% I get it. And people tell tell me, I see, they'll ask me questions about things that I've talked about there. So I know it is effective. Right. But when you start talking about breaking down your 45-minute message into one-minute clips, you know, immediately it's like, well, there's so much more good in there. But wait a minute. If you're really going to want somebody, it'd be cool just to give them what they really are looking for. The, the maybe the, yeah, maybe they don't have 45 minutes to watch a stupid right. clip, but they got a minute. So you're not going to do something based on the fact that they should be doing something more. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and and so I, I like that the idea. And that, again, but going back to that, I almost quit doing Wednesday with Wade because of the statistics that people weren't listening for because I thought, well, they don't like it, even though I had knowledge in my head to say that well, people were giving me good feedback. But because I started thinking, well, maybe they're just lying to me. Yeah. But instead, what we've done is saying, wait a minute, how about we just break it down into smaller pieces then? Yeah. And that's a way of looking at technology is saying, this is the problem. They're not listening to the whole thing and saying, oh, here's a solution, though. We could get right. more value out of the whole thing if we broke it down into smaller pieces that people that are, are looking think, to can, can you can't, understand. It's, you can't spiritually live off of social media. No. It, that's an on-ramp. Yeah. That that that, hook. that is that is the widest part of the funnel to move people into a relationship with Jesus. Now some people would say, hey, you know, they can stay at home and watch it. Why would they come into church? But that's just ignorance. I mean that, that's the bottom line. Right. It, I mean they, the community is what people thrive on in the church. And that's I mean, how we're wired. It's not teaching. They they want to have right. the community. They'll find and, it yeah, somewhere else. Exactly, exactly. They'll, They'll be go part to the bar. Of a, a rotary club. Uh, you, you know what's funny is I, I gave this example one time in church. Uh, I was up in Santa Barbara with my wife and we were walking around and the, the kids were all with us and, and I saw these homeless guys. 
Okay, now to me, a homeless person is somebody that kind of disconnects from society yeah. because they want to be by themselves and and just live off the grid and mm-hmm. and just do their own thing and and mental illness or whatever. But they they just have that desire. They were all teamed up together. Some were skateboarders over here, and yeah. these guys were how had their carts here. They had a little village, and I thought, isn't that funny? And there's part of society that wants to get away from the world. Even in doing that, they still team up together. And I mean, it just shows something. That's what the church is for. It it meets that need that you're going to have, whether it be in a bar, whether it be golfing, whether it be boating, whether it be whatever that thing that connects it. Ours just happens to be Jesus Christ and the forgiveness of our sins. Yeah, that's that's what connects us is that we want to glorify him and share him with others and grow and be sanctified. That's the community that we find ourselves in. But again, in order to do that, you have to get out into these other communities. And that's you what know where people social, are. Yeah. If I, I'm, you know, if the people are squirrel. All, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I saw the car it. just yeah. drove by. Yeah. We both are like squirrel. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. But, but, you know, that's where people are at. And if people have that one minute attention span like we just did, <laughs> you have that to make that connection. 100%. And, and isn't so that a cool thing? Yeah. And how else? You, I mean, you're not going to sit down and do a video for one minute, right? You know, like, I'm okay, not. let's do this. We're going to do twelve one-minute videos right now, so we got to frame the whole right. thing. But you could do a, a longer video and then chat GDP or whatever. This other, yeah. What, what, share the other the website you just told us. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the one that did the clips. Yes. It's Opus dot AI or something like yeah, that. Yeah, now if it pulls up something strange, that's not the right one. But, yeah. but the, the point is, there is something out there that you can do. Is we get back with me and I'll, I'll send you the, yeah. the connection for that as well. Um, I'm trying to think here. What else was it? Church planning. Yeah. That was one other thing I wanted to hit you with here. We don't have a lot of time left. We've, we've Actually, this has gone really well. I've enjoyed it. But I know you're really active. You are a church planner. You started in an area. and you, Didn't you start in a bar or something like that? Or... or no, you started downtown and moved it into a bar. We moved, we moved to a bar after a year. Yeah, and then yeah. you kind of renovated that, and then you know somehow God God gave us some property, property and, and yeah. several buildings. And so you you're a success story from that standpoint. Whether you're a hundred million <laughs> views thing or yeah. whatever, that's kind of a side issue. But you know you you've reached the laws. You've discipled people. You've sent people out. Um, you're you constantly preaching God's words, being glorified in there. You're worshiping Him. You're a successful church that way. How many years? We're thirteen, I think, this summer. Thirteen. What would you tell a new church planner that you wish you knew, uh, that you thought you knew, but you didn't know what you didn't know? Did you understand the question? Yeah, I understood the question. All right. Not to compare. Okay. For success things? Yeah. And just, there's no sense in that. I mean. Did you have uh, goals that you based oh, on somebody I else's? Ne- I was never satisfied. Yeah. And I'm kind of still not. But our town, if you, somebody say, you go plant in a small town, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. That does that Harry has churches that there. Has churches. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. But everybody in our I, I, that's a general term, everybody, but yeah. you find that in the area of the country that we live in, everybody has a pastor, everybody yeah. has a church, but very many few live as Christians. Yeah. Are being challenged and they're, growing they're, and being they're, sanctified. They're name only. Yeah. You know, they have someone to marry him, have someone to bury him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they just it's 
because they just had these generations. So that was your burden for going in there and doing another church in a yeah. community like that. Yeah, I think so. However, you didn't pick the biggest city in town. I mean, no, in, in no. the state of Texas. And so we're not, if we ran everybody in town, we would have 3,000 people. <laughs> Which wouldn't even be a mega church at that point. Be, right, if everybody right. in the whole city right. came to your Kept building. Church. Yeah. We wouldn't, I mean, it's still, so what is success down the street doesn't mean that's our success. Yeah. It's what God, it's being obedient and being faithful yeah. to where you're at at that time. That's good. Because you just never know. But yet you challenge yourself I do to be creative. I do and, challenge and to, myself. And to do other things. Yeah. So being content with what you ha what God gives you and where you're at while trying to do more for well, him. God always gives the leader vision. Yeah. I know where we want to go, but I'm not some tunnel vision that I can't get sidetracked yeah. for the Holy Spirit. That's true. You know, what grew our church that I, the, one of the biggest lessons I've learned through church planning is we didn't have two dimes to rub together. We had a lady that was coming to our church that had cancer for the second time and couldn't get into her house. So we didn't have the money, but we figured out how to do it we went over there and built a ramp onto her house. And it turned out to be a porch and a whole bunch of stuff that I just kept in my brain. <laughs> Financially, I just kept saying, cha-ching, cha-ching, you know, just yeah. money flying out there. But through that, her brother watched us love his sister. Mm. So he came over and started working with us. He, but that wasn't your goal. That wasn't our goal. You were just helping somebody. No, we were we were just helping somebody. Through that, he started coming to church, uh, married a wonderful lady mm -hmm. who started coming to our church. That We call her the mayor. She's so personable. Mm -hmm. And th then through her relationship, she invited uh, a couple families to church, and one of those being uh, Dr. Turk. Okay, yeah, yeah, but then the medical part. And since through that, through those steps, mm -hmm. now we have that clinic at mm -hmm. our church. That's huge. That I meet people every mm -hmm. day, and I've probably, I get to lead people to the Lord almost weekly. Yep, based on felt needs that they had. Right. And, and from, being able to minister to them because they walk unique, into your building. Which I never would have seen mm -mm. that. If you could have planned it out. If I could have planned it out. You would never start it. Right. Yeah, but instead somebody says, hey, listen, I'd, I'd like to do this, then. But. We okay. felt led to love a lady that needed love. That's crazy. That we couldn't afford to do it, and God showed up and did it, mm -hmm. and said, "Okay, now I can bless that." And here's the chain of events, and that chain's not done. That's funny. I always tell uh, either whether it be a youth guy is walking into a new scenario or a church planner. I say, "Listen, you need to try everything. Don't say no to anything initially." You'll be, have time to narrow it down into things that are working, but you don't know in this area what's going to work, how it's going to work, who you're going to connect with. So you right. you don't have anything to do now. You wake up tomorrow morning, you're a new church. You don't have anything that's worked. You don't have a second annual anything coming up. Right. So you just need to do everything, everything and then narrow it down because it's through that action that you find, oh, okay, this didn't wasn't the right thing for me or I wasn't really gifted at this area or, right. or it doesn't really meet the needs of this community but because we did this we found this and because we did right. and you if you hadn't done this you would have never got to that yeah if we wouldn't have tried and so 
just get active and if get we doing something. Right. And if, it made, if we waited until it made sense on paper, we'd have never done it. Yep. You know. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. Put a clinic in your eye. Isn't yeah. that going to, and you have all the list of it's going to do this, yeah. it's going to do right. this. Is that, okay, we're not going to do that. Yeah. That, uh, that's good. You know, but it, it it's just, what's the old phrase, bloom where you're planted? There you go. Just do what you know where you're at. I think and, sometimes you make those things up, but that was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Some stuff sticks in my head. Listen, man, I yeah. appreciate you, Chris. No problem, I appreciate man. our friendship appreciate over the years. Too, man. And uh, thank you. And guys, just remember, it's not where you start uh, that makes all the difference in the world. It's what you do with where you start. And I think that's what, uh, to me, the, the big key to this whole thing is a, a, a kid that a lot of the world had kind of made into uh, something that was broken. And, and you guys used